I'm Jesse Stakes, and welcome to Making Sense of It All. Some of us on this planet, including myself, enjoy using things and technology while having no understanding of how and why it works. And others, well, they have an engineering mindset and they see things for what they are and they believe that they can improve upon what already exists and make it better. My guest this week did just that when he saw the tailgating and fan experience surrounding football games. It inspired Bobby Bowers and his family to create Party Shack. Party Shack is a unique, high-end fan experience that puts you right in the middle of all the action in 72-degree comfort if you want it, or right out in the middle of it with the best view in the house if you'd like that as well. Enjoy my conversation with the founder and CEO of Party Shack, Bobby Bowers. Let's jump into it. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us. Jesse, thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate it. So, Bobby, I'm very familiar with your product, but for my audience and those have, that have not seen Party Shack, can you tell us what you guys are all about? Uh, yeah, Party Shack is basically just a real high-end VIP-like type of experience where we set up and work with events of all types to modernize the fan experience. So instead of hanging out in a tent, you get to hang out in one of our products and really take your whole experience on site to the next level. So, Bobby, I have had the opportunity to be in a party shack myself. I had a great experience with my wife. We were at a concert, and it was 98 degrees outside, and I think it was about 72 inside of inside of the party shack. So that was a great benefit to me and my wife. Where did this idea come from, though? What you know? What it's a, it's a great one, but where did it you know where did it germinate from? Oh, great question, Jesse. Um, long story short, in 2016 season, I was uh, at a Jaguars game and I was hanging out under a tent for a tailgate with a big group of people. Um, and all of a sudden it started getting really bad weather. There, it started raining and the rain came down sideways and everybody inside the tent basically got soaking wet. So as a product developer, I sat there and thought there's got to be a better way to experience a tailgate similar to the in-stadium experience like you're inside of a skybox. So I immediately went to the drawing board as a product developer, and I thought, okay, um, based on logistics, there we can definitely create something um, in this industry that can fit seamlessly into this area for us to have a, a much better, more modernized experience for let's call it a pregame tailgate. That's originally yeah. where the idea came from. Yeah, well, and it's it's one of those things you didn't realize what you were missing until you saw it. So, I mean, I think right. it's again, I think it's great. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. You, you, I know you're a Jaguars fan. I know you're from Jacksonville. Um, the Jaguars did something with you guys when you guys first started. Uh, the Jaguars had several party shacks out for for kind of your for your trial period, correct? Yes, that's right. As a matter of fact, the Jaguars were my first customer, so it was at that point in time when I came up with the idea. I thought, well, how am I going to put this into fruition? What, where do I start? Where do I go? Who's my first customer? And how do we develop this business plan based on what I came up with? So the Jaguars actually called and said, would you like to renew your season tickets? And the light bulb hit my head at that point. And I thought, well, hey, I've got an opportunity here. So instead of saying, yes, I'd like to renew my season tickets, I said, I will renew my tickets if you give me five minutes of FaceTime. And a little bit 
unorthodox based on their traditional inquiries sure. of buying tickets. Uh, but I went ahead and took advantage of it. The following week, I met directly with my sales rep of the Jaguars. Um, and in turn, instead of uh, me purchasing a packet of season tickets, in retrospect, they actually ended up giving me a packet of season tickets uh, for the exclusive rights to be able to host tailgates in our product, um, unlike any other NFL stadium could. So it was a great experience to start immediately go to business um, with my first business partner being the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we developed a, a tremendous experience and a great case study that first year that I went into business with them. Tell you, you can't beat that. You essentially get free season tickets and you get to make sure that your product works with one of the greatest audiences as far as NFL fan base in the world. That's pretty amazing. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> so kind of to bring it back to you though, with like the original idea, you're an entrepreneur by heart. And you have a you have a design background, as you said. Party Shack, I mean, as far as the 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 way that it looks, you know, it's beautifully simplistic. Is that's the way that I would kind of describe it because it has everything that you need, but it also it's designed in a way to where it's simple and it can be moved, it can be transported if it needs to. Um walk me through your thought process with that. How did you get there with it? Well, that's a that's an incredible question, Jesse. Um, just thinking back to um, as a product developer, how can how could you create something that's quick to market? And so, mm-hmm. immediately with that being just who I am built as as a person, how do I get it as quick as I can to market? What I had to do was ultimately reverse engineer the reasons why a product like this didn't exist. So as great as it is standing 20 feet back and taking from an outside perspective looking in, it is grand, it's, it's, it's sexy, it's, it's modern, it's, it's different. Um, that comes with a lot of challenges. How do you get something consistently into the marketplace for consumers to take advantage of that is big and bulky and logistically not designed perfectly? So uh, with a little bit of time and some energy, I figured out how a shipping container gets from A to B seamlessly, right? How does it, what is the cost associated? How much does it cost to store when it's not being used? And then what that did is help me understand that behind the scenes highway system that a lot of the the typical people like you and I don't necessarily know about. And there's a, in, in order to basically come up with this idea for a high volume concept. Where can you see 10, 20, or 50 of these at one event at one time across the entire country at one time? It's all about the logistics. So I was able to seamlessly come up with a product that fits within a certain parameter, a certain length, a certain weight, and a certain height based on how does it get from A to B? What are the costs associated for maybe it's shipping it uh, per mile, zip code to zip code? And then it's it, then you're able to determine, okay, what's the maximum weight that I can design this? What are the maximum amount of patrons that can fit inside this in order for me for, to get from A to B seamlessly? And that ultimately, that's how the, the idea was conceptualized. So as an entrepreneur, I've always done everything on my own. And this this I wasn't able to to perfectly and seamlessly do on my own. I had to rely on a lot of different various formats of design processes, engineering processes, as well as a civil engineering logistical process based on how these things can move from A to B seamlessly and cost effectively. You've got the whole family involved, don't you, with the with Party Shack? Uh, I, I do. Well, uh, I, I basically brought my dad on as a partner. And uh, one good explanation for that was um, <laughs> the Jaguars. The Jaguars was 
my very first customer. So when it came down to doing business and they started to tell other teams about the product, it was then my journey started to go and visit other sites, big time football organizations. Um, my very second meeting ever was with the New York Jets. So at that okay. point, I I thought, okay, well, instead of going up there by myself, why don't I bring my dad with me, kind of add a little bit of legitimacy to the age component, the experience component, right? So when you're when you're dealing with a big organization like the New York Jets, you don't want to show up by yourself as a kid and then take you, you know, not so seriously in a certain light. So I showed up on property with my dad and my dad and I were able to deliver a very effective meeting that ultimately didn't end up doing business directly with the Jets. But the the, the people involved in that organization basically told other organizations about the concept. And that meeting itself led to various other meetings and eventually into different industries. So as soon as we met with the with the second NFL team, we were working with Churchill Downs. We were working with X Games and ESPN events, and that immediately exploded from from that point. Well, and I gotta imagine that's probably the best seat in the house if you're watching somebody on a half pipe. Yes, that's correct. I mean the 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 vantage point of that that patron um, is is why we design our products specifically for them to have the best vantage points, to have the best perspective of the event that's going on um, in an exclusive place too, to where not your average person gets to experience it. No doubt, no doubt. Well, you mentioned that, like as far as like, who are some of the NFL teams that have your product right now? Who are using it for their tailgating? experiences? So we have a series of NFL teams that are on board. Um, A few of them use them for different applications. Your traditional application is going to be your pregame tailgate experience, like what the Kansas City Chiefs do. Um, they, They purchased a set of units from us. We originally set those units up a few seasons ago in their parking lot. And, and what they've ended up doing is carving out a space in their parking lot where these units actually exist 365. So they've been there for three straight seasons. They haven't moved them. And they're able to, for throughout the year, even during the off season, leverage this infrastructure that is ultimately temporary, but acting as a semi-permanent space to where they can monetize those suites week in and week out, whether it's an off season during the season, they want to do some NFL play 360 experience with the inner city kids there um, in Minneapolis um, or in Kansas city. That's an opportunity that they have. So Kansas city um, is one good example. I mentioned Minneapolis as the next one being the, the Vikings actually use our suites for intercity activations. They don't use them on game days and they don't use them during the season. They use them for activations outside of the season to generate awareness for the for the brand and for the team and to to do inner city experiences. So they'll actually they've wrapped our units and they take those with their brand activators or their brand ambassadors and they'll go into the city and they'll do some experience for the day. They do they're involved very heavily into the local events whether it's festival related or concert related. Um, anything under the sun. So they actually uh, use our products for outside of the stadium and for um, for non-season related activation. So there's different various types of the NFL teams that use the same product and ultimately the same service, but for different timeframes and for different reasons. Um, I eventually, I came up with the idea primarily for the pregame and the tailgate experience and based on the versatility of the product, how easily it moves from A to B, how cost effectively it moves from A to B, and ultimately just requires one person to do it. The teams thought, well, this is a great way to, instead of wrapping an RV or a school bus, let's wrap one of these 
that's a little bit more pertinent towards the actual activation use. Um, right. It's designed specifically for what we need to use it for. So that would be a good explanation of uh, various different NFL teams and how that they actually use and monetize our product and their organization. It's it's almost like a pharmaceutical medicine. Sometimes they have a they have an intended use, but then the unintended uses actually become the more valuable uses sometimes. And in some cases, yes, right, based on what their business model is and what their intent is to actually use the product for. Um, I've reckoned we've we've made a big impact in the what is labeled as the experiential marketing industry. And that's primarily where Verizon Wireless and Gatorade and Nike, they do these national uh Brand campaigns is really what they're called, or they're called roadshow campaigns. So they okay. are unit designed specifically for the road and to to mitigate the actual overall cost to get it from A to B. These brands have recognized, well, if we take one of these and we hook it up to the back of a pickup truck and we wrap it and a brand ambassador takes it from A to B, this is much more bolder, it's newer, it's better, and it's ultimately lower cost associated for our brand to make an impact at all of these different sites. I've seen you guys use them for, for artist green rooms and for, right. I mean, it, the infield of NASCAR. I mean, you guys are, you guys really do plug in anywhere that, that events are, there's a way that Party Shack plugs in. That's right. Yep. Yep. I mean, again, it's recognizing what these events are made up of, what the intent of the event is, what type of patrons are at this event. Ultimately, they're all the same. They last anywhere from two hours to eight hours on average. They have generally, say, 100 people to several thousand people on hand. They're either there to watch a sports or entertainment-related activity of some type. And on every different level, even from walking in, even the admissions, even the concessions, everybody has some version of an infrastructure to be able to service that end consumer. It could be a tent, and they could serve you food and hot dogs from a six-foot table under a tent. It could be a shipping container. It could be some type of repurposed or modified solution. It could even be a permanent infrastructure setup. But what we've recognized is that events that only last a temporary time frame from three to eight hours don't always require permanent infrastructure. So right. we can take one or two different standardized products that can ultimately accommodate every level of an event from the admissions, the check-in, the concessions to the hospitality component, as well as Verizon Wireless and Nike trying to say, look how cool of a company we are. Look at the product we're showing off. They can all be done in the exact same product that we design and manufacture. So if I'm, if, if, if I was to say I'm putting on an event next week and I needed a party shack, can you lease them or do you have to buy them? No, um, we primarily lease and rent these only. There are okay. qualifications to determine if you can uh, become a purchaser of the product, but that means that you have to purchase at least six or more units at one time. So uh, our business, when we had first started, we did open up to be able to sell these units and sell direct to properties. We originally were selling them at twos and fours, but we've actually grown now to where there's such a demand for this style of infrastructure at events that we recognize, well, let's go ahead and just build a fleet that we can provide this service to. And in turn, that's been a big benefit for this business because a lot of these events, they may not have the capital up front to make a purchase, number one. Number two, if they did have the capital to purchase, the nuances of actually maintaining this asset is a challenge. So for example, where do we store it when it's not being used? Who is going to set it up and break it down? Who is going to market it and advertise it, et cetera? 
So if Great we point. if we can take away some of the pain points that may be recognized at some of these organizations that, okay, well, we'll store it for you. We'll set it up for you. We'll drop it off for you. We'll maintain it and make sure that it's always going to be working. So you focus on what you do best with your organization and we'll do all the elbow grease and the dirty work behind the scenes, which is ultimately the reason why, again, going back to you don't see a lot of this type of a product at modernized styles of events, because where do you store it? Who's going to operate it? How does it get used? Who moves it from A to B? What type of rules and regulations and guidelines are required specifically for this type sure. of infrastructure? And that's where we come into play. Party Shack has, has been in the forefront of creating a fleet of vehicles, a modernized fleet of vehicles that, uh, that are very turnkey, very plug and play and simple for that customer to rent, lease or purchase. And then we make sure that we become their strategic partner past that purchase or that rental. We'll make sure the unit always exists. It's always working. And if you don't want it on site, we'll make sure that we remove it as though it wasn't there. And when you want it back, we'll bring it back. Well, and I think what you said earlier is it's so true and it and it made my wheels turn. You know, you're creating an additional revenue stream for a lot of these customers. You're creating something that didn't exist before. So, you know, if you're outside of a stadium and you have and you have essentially a party shack village sitting out there that's being used, if they're if they if they are one of those customers that can buy, it's you know, every single event, not just the games that you're having in your stadium, but every single monster truck event, every single concert, everything that walks into your stadium during the year you now have an additional revenue generating area that people can touch before they ever even walk into your venue. I think it's genius. Um, the flip side of that too, I think that it's, it, you know, not just a brand, but just the, the, the own, your own presence that you put out there as a customer, it's, it's so much more polished and it's such a better look than popping up a tent. Um and it's to your point, you don't have to build the structure. It exists. You just move it onto the property. So no, I think it's wonderful. Do you have a favorite customer story or, or success story to where, you know, you you guys plugged in with a brand or with with somebody and you actually could created more success than they probably even imagined possible? Um, yeah, I do. And I've got two really good examples um of of what that what that customer type is like. Um I guess a quick story of how customer number one came to fruition was uh, we had our units set up as a tailgate village for the annual Florida Georgia game that goes on every year in Jacksonville against the University of Florida and, and Georgia, or as people like to call it, the world's largest cocktail party. So every year annually, we set up our units there for a village specifically for the Georgia Bulldogs, a Georgia Bulldog customer, uh, rented one of our units with his friends and his family. He hung out in one of the units. He went into the game and he actually, we got a phone call one exactly one week after the game uh, was over and direct to my phone. And, and I answered the phone and it was a SpaceX engineer. That SpaceX engineer actually was the one who rented our unit, was a Georgia Bulldog fan and okay. thought I had such a tremendous experience in this um, I've been brought on to the team here for the customer experience team at Kennedy Space Center to determine how are we going to modernize the way that customers can watch shuttle launches. 
So a SpaceX engineer recognized this is a perfect product in its element for what it's designed for. We can repurpose it with some big viewing windows and, and, and change a few of the amenities and maybe even the size to accommodate more people. And we can just put this on property here and use it seasonally and, and, and we can watch shuttle launches. So instead of building permanent infrastructure, that, of that space recognized, well, we can do this in a more temporary setting. When, right. when we only do launches seasonally, we only invite people in here for, for 90 to 120 days in a year. Let's go ahead and look at the alternative solution to permanent infrastructure and look at a semi-permanent or temporary alternative. So we, we had a great experience where I came up with the product, we implemented it, we, we set it into place, and people, the visionaries that got to use it, took a step back and thought, well, this same product can be used and just repurposed over here. So, uh, so customer number one being the Kennedy Space Center has been a great project for us, primarily because we're still building them exactly what we would build for sporting properties or entertainment venues, but we're just tweaking it slightly based on their requirements, ultimately the same size, the same shape beefing up the windows a little bit so that you can actually see the shuttle once it disappears uh, out of your sight line. Um, so it's a really, really cool, unique project. And then the uh, number two, going back to the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs purchased these units, um, and I'm going to use the term, for lack of a better term, as skeptics. They, okay. knew, they knew that they wanted this there because no other NFL team at that time, except for the Jacksonville Jaguars, were putting something like this into use or monetizing something like this. So initially they thought, okay, we're just going to buy four units from you and we're going to go ahead and set them up and we're going to test the waters a little bit, right? We've, we've got our in-stadium solutions. We've got our traditional tailgating setup stuff that we offer to the fans here and there um, at different at different levels, maybe a, a platinum package, a premium package, and a basic package. Um, we're going to go ahead and incorporate this and figure out how well this does for our organization. Well, long story short, they weren't sure, and their CFO initially was given a little bit of a pushback based on what the units cost, and then ultimately what their ROI was going to look like. How long was that going to take, and and at, and at what 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 intricacies did that take, right? And what cost associated? Well, they had they had projected that by the middle or the end of the second season that these were in use, they would be able to generate a return on their investment. Um, that we shattered those expectations. And by the third game of the first season and the 2019 season, they they made all of their money back by game three and they had seven home games to go. So we get a call halfway through the season and they said, we need more units. We have such a demand for the first four units. We need six more and we need them now. So mid season, we delivered an additional six units that basically exploded their expectations, absolutely dominated their their uh, forecast in regards to when they were going to hit their ROI. Um, and like I said, game three, they got it. Um, by the end of the season, it was ultra successful. And they developed a case study with all 32 NFL teams and explained sort of the 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 features, the benefits, the best practices associated as well as the economics. And that's where the balloon effect took place. So as soon as the Chiefs took hold of them, used them, implemented them, monetized them, and told everybody else about it, then it was kind of, it kind of took off from there. So I would say that my two favorite experiences to date are working with a, a company you never thought you'd work with, just right. kind of doing your initial setup of business, the Kennedy Space Center, and then the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been great for us as strategic partners. 
Um, in a lot of cases, depending on what that organization is looking for, we can actually set them up with the Chiefs to do conference calls with them directly to where we're not even a part of it. And we've we've know we've felt the effect from that primarily based on you know the Chiefs are the Super Bowl winning team. Right. They were they've won the the Super Bowl twice now since we've worked with them, and they've spent their their winnings with us, which has been great. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's probably my two best examples of the customers um, and and the experiences that we've had. We we've worked Jesse with everybody from from Formula One to NASCAR to PGA Tour. I mean, I've got some favorite accounts, but who I can tell you confidently that we're not excited about, right? Who Who's the ugly child of the bunch? <laughs> I, I will say without stepping on anybody's toes that the, the NASCAR circuit has been the most difficult to deal with based on every race is different. Every race ultimately for that fan or for that patron is set up differently in some way, shape or form. The cost associated with the ticket, who the food and beverage provider is, who ultimately controls the marketing and advertising on the property. So we've had to go site by site to sell the concept separately versus you go to one NFL team, you do it right. Every other NFL team knows about it. You don't have to earn your right at every venue versus NASCAR. Every venue is completely separate from one to the next, even though there's association with ownership rights at certain different venues. Realistically, it's the decision makers on property that becomes a bit of a challenge. So I think to that third answer toward, toward that, that question that you had was, was NASCAR has been the most challenging to work with. We're really excited about this week specifically at Daytona 500. We finally got six units that were leased by the Daytona 500 sales team to use as watching suites for the race. So they're set up right on the outside of the fence on turn one. And this Sunday will be the first true big NASCAR event that we've had these units on the infield for spectators versus having them outside of the state or the outside of the infield for spectators. I don't think that you could ask for three examples that were better than SpaceX, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs, and the biggest NASCAR race of the year in Daytona 500. So those are our customers. This is a challenge here, but where do you see, you know, where do you see yourself going in the next five years? Where's Party Where's Party Shack headed to over the over the short term future? Another great question, Jesse. I think. I think the the best way to answer that in that five year window is first and foremost building more inventory. So our okay. goal and our our approach over the next several years is to just constantly focus on developing more inventory. And and what explanation does that mean? It's basically um, in a lot of areas we're we're tapped out, right? In a lot of regions, we we may not have units there. We may not have inventory. And if that region wants these units there, then there's this whole complex challenge of how do you get it there? Who's going to store it, right? What type of strategic partnerships can you develop? So really it's growing the Party Shack network of serviceability. I think that's first and foremost over the next five years. Um, every nook and cranny of the country will eventually have some version of a set of inventory that's rentable or leasable basically on demand. Um, We don't have an an on-demand type of a service set up yet. You got to reserve quite a few weeks or quite a few months out just to guarantee some inventory. Um, I think secondly, Jesse, would be we're right now, if you called ESPN events or the Kansas City Chiefs or 
or Churchill Downs, or even, uh, you know, all types of different various formats of powerhouse decision makers in this industry, they will tell you they've had some version of an experience with Party Shack. They'll tell you that they know who and what Party Shack is. But the what I've recognized is that Party Shack may be globally recognized or nationally recognized at a specific footprint, but it's such a new concept, even over the last four years, that there is not a competitive solution in place. So they look at this as this, all right, well, when when will Party Shack become this household name? When was it when when will that transition be that this event manager has the option still to choose a modernized party shack or an outdated tented solution? They default to the tented solution based off of primarily relationships. Well, I know, you know, Mr. Jones and I, we go way back. We went to high school. He owns the tent company. So over the next five years, our goal is to transition the decision makers in this industry into understanding that this is a serviceable, adoptable product into their organization at the snap of a finger. They basically just have to make a phone call or push a few buttons on the phone in order to plug and play and to monetize it in their organization. So you get a lot of people that aren't used to a big, bulky RV type of an experience like product that we offer. Um, So it's our services that are attached to that product that we dispatch that are becoming the main focus over the next five years. So that service is really going to help us basically become the number one household name um, of temporary event infrastructure in the industry. And then um, going back to kind of the the assets, right, and and having more rentable inventory, uh, hitting it hard on the West Coast. Uh, We're obviously in Florida. uh, We've pretty much dominated the entire East Coast, all the way down from Miami up to New York and, and as far over as Minneapolis and then as far south as Dallas. So we have this sort of squared off like domination on the West Coast, or I'm sorry, on the East Coast, um, and a little bit, you know, really developing pretty hardcore in the Middle East. But we don't have a lot of business on in Phoenix and LA's and and the Oregon spaces right now. Tons and tons of opportunity, tons of leads, but we really don't and haven't made much of an impact out there. So I could see us being just as big and as healthy as we are on the East Coast and in the Southeast over on the West Coast in the next five years. That should take strategically about a good solid two to five years to really implement the amount of inventory that that area needs and to become even further the household name. Um, and then one one big focus, Jesse, in five years is, you know, I thought, hey, this has become a great idea. We've we've really made a name for ourselves. Do I want to get out of this business and 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 get a check and move on and and, you know, go on vacation for a month or so? The answer is no. And, and, and reason being is, is I could see in five years or even a few years less than that merging with a top event management company in the country that will become a major strategic partner for us. And that I think that merger is one of the key components in order to actually develop ourselves nationally, become the household name, as well as get inventory in a quick time frame over on that West Coast and, and start to expand. So I, I think maybe the number one of what we're focused on over the next five years is aligning ourselves with a major event management company to whether or not they help us finance and, 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 and produce and manufacture units or, or the alternative where they acquire us and we'd work for them. And we primarily focus on what we did initially. And that's build and design, build and deploy these new style type uh, infrastructure trailers. And, and that's, Really, over the next five years, where I see us, um, I, if, if you asked me that about a year ago, Jesse, I probably would have said that 
I've built an exit strategy. And in five years, I don't want to be involved with this business anymore. But it's really tough when when you make some money for an NFL team and they roll the red carpet out for you as though that you're one of the biggest reasons and and one of the main reasons that they're sustainable and happy at at certain footprints then that that's just it's it's a fun like you've never experienced right they they throw tickets at you they 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 always invite you places and and they're really looking forward to um growing and developing their bottom line based off of what you've come up with so in a lot of ways it's this family like atmosphere that i've got an opportunity to continue to grow in over the next five years and, and even 10 years. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, and I think it's really cool. I mean, to your point, when you start to hear fans demand party shacks, when they look at it and they see tents and they see other alternatives and they're like, well, why don't you have a party shack? I feel like that's when you've made it. It's when they, it's when the fan base recognizes that something's missing from their experience and they're demanding your product. Um, that's right. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Bobby, I really want to thank you for for joining us today and, and and allowing us to kind of talk through the history of the company and where you guys have come in such a short amount of time. Uh, if people want to learn more about Party Shack and they want to learn more about Bobby Bowers, where can they find you guys? Uh, they can simply go to PartyShackUSA.com. Um, it's a great informational platform to understand um, more probably on the visual side, exactly what we're about. There's a lot of good explanations of the services and the and the price points that we offer. But definitely check out PartyShackUSA.com. And I can speak from experience and just from 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 already following you guys on social media. You guys got some great pictures on Instagram and on on LinkedIn, just kind of sharing some of the projects that you guys have worked on. So. Uh, guys, if you don't follow them already, g- give them a follow. Get click on it, and and you can kind of see what's what's going on with Party Shack and and who they're who they're doing business with. Bobby, again, thank you so much for joining us. We hope to have you on again soon. Thank you, Jesse. I really appreciate it. You have an excellent day. I appreciate your All time. Right. Party Shack is truly an enjoyable way to tailgate or experience events of all kinds with all the creature comforts of being in your own living room. The company is just scratching the surface of all the applications of their product and service that they offer. From the NFL to live music, NASCAR, SpaceX, or even more intimate settings like an outdoor graduation, Party Shack will continue to become the first class choice for event experiences all over the United States. That's going to do it for us today. We'll catch you guys next time.